Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So tonight we're going to talk to our buddy, Luke Inges. Welcome, Luke. How you doing, bud? Oh, you know, doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. It's that time of year. You know, before I started the show, well, if anybody, for anybody who doesn't know, this is Luke Hinges. Yeah, he has a channel called Fish on Luke. Uh, he also uh, uh, is part of Northwoods Angling, uh, which is a channel that I have been watching for a long time. Um, I really enjoyed that channel, too. Not that I don't enjoy this one, but that one is uh, uh a lot of fond memories watching those videos, taking us on adventures and stuff. It was always always a good time, I have to say. And look at this, Freddie's Outdoor Adventures with the five dollars super chat. Freddie, thank you. He says, "Chee chee, let's go." He's starting the super chat train up. Okay. Awesome, I appreciate you, Freddie. Absolutely. Um, Luke, I put a a poll up in the chat before we started to see what's the their favorite time of year to fish. The people in the chat and and fall by far is it really how about yourself uh i like fall uh i like i don't know i like summer too i hate the bugs but uh spring is probably one of my favorite to be honest yeah i think spring is too for me i i like that spring crappie bite i like that first flathead that gets the blood pumping don't it oh i just the walleyes are kicking the freaking Flatheads are starting to bite, and I don't know. It's something about it. In the fall, the well, we can get into fall fishing for flatheads, but it's kind of weird here. It's uh, I don't know what it's like where you're at, but pretty it's, much. It, it's always weird here when it comes to flatheads because it, it's so it's such a populated area. There's almost houses everywhere you turn. There isn't a lot of uh, wood. Uh, there's some. But the, some of them that you file, it's like a log or two laying on the side. And you can capitalize on that stuff and it helps. But there's a lot of just waiting them out in, in the channels, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, you know, catching them on, on the move. Um, Wayne Haas, who's Wayne Husko with the $10 Super Chat. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but that kind of sums up flathead fishing where I'm at. You know, I'm I'm great. I'm pretty grateful that we have it here. We don't have it. Well, like I tell everybody multiple times, we don't have any blues here. So we, we make do with what we got. And, you know, flatheads ain't a ba- bad way to go about it. Yeah, I wish those blues came up a little further north. Yeah, no. It, is, it, is it the climate that does it? Yeah, it's just too much cold water. Too cold yeah. water and too long of cold water. I mean... They stocked, I don't know how many thousand here in Minnesota, probably 30 years ago now is when they did it. They all left or died, every one of them. None, none of them have ever been caught in a DNR net. So, Well, you know, I can go three hours south here to like some of the power plant lakes, but then again, they are that is warm water discharge too. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that has to do something with it. But other than that, I, I, I don't know how much further I'd have to go. Well, Springfield isn't a discharge, is it? Is that a power plant lake? Well, I don't know. I think it might be in Springfield, Illinois. I could be wrong. Anyways, we're we're getting off track like we always do here. 
Uh, for, let's see what Freddie has to say. Luke, who catches the biggest and most catfish? You or Tara? She's probably her. <laughs> that just means you're a good guide. She's taught me everything I know so far. I wish you'd teach me something. I'm, I've been struggling <laughs> a little bit this post-spawn. I ain't going to kid you. This is our so, first. This is a kind of our. We flathead fished. Uh. One time, I think the first time we flathead fished last year, she got her first flathead. It was like 25 pounds, and then now we became a lot closer friends, and uh, now we just fish a lot together. And we have a good, we have so much fun fishing together. You've, you, we were with you in Wisconsin. You saw. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a blast. It's so much yeah, fun. I really liked meeting Tara, Tara, and 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 she's great great lady um and you can definitely tell that she has a passion for what she does she really likes fishing and and not just that she likes the the creative part of of you know the fishing media world so yeah she she, she undersells herself she's so good I, she, I i i agree like i always tell her how good her tiktoks are she's way better than almost everyone on the platform in my opinion i she's pretty darn good she's she's definitely pretty darn good she should uh like i said tara we need to talk I might, I might have a new subject matter I want to work on. We can talk about that offline. Um, thank you very much, Creel, for the four ninety nine super chat uh, bacon fund. Uh, and let's see what Brandon has to say. Brandon says, "Is Luke going to bring back the lucky tee?" Oh yeah, I've been getting it a little more often. I got, I've been wearing my Lapeer Leaf shirt. So yeah, I saw you the other night. You were wearing it. We were talking a little bit. No, there it is. <laughs> I can't decide if I like that Pure Leaf tee, but I love it that's all that matters as long as you're enjoying it mm -hmm. so i'm an arizona iced tea kind of guy and, and you're gonna think i'm awfully like city folk but i like the arizona iced tea the green tea and that's i'm not a green tea. i like the the arnie palmers are good yeah that's not too bad but you know you keep calling me old i'm starting to believe you because i drink a couple of those and i get some heartburn real bad and this old yeah. guys we can't handle that you city. know why that is right uh, no tell me because you're old. <laughs> That's what I just said. You're making me stop believing. <laughs> you, you guys hear that podcast land? The the abuse I get from this guy. That's all right. He's nice to me when nobody's listening. You guys don't believe me when I say that. It's true. Copy day fish on with the two dollar super chat. He says bacon bits. Man, you guys are crazy. Uh, Brian B in the house. Finn Secret TV in the house. Uh, let's see what Tara says. Catch and release, real quick. Oh, they're talking amongst each other. No, Sometimes I'm trying to get there. my sister Betty's in the house. What's going on, Betty? How you doing, LG Bass? LG Bass, I need to bring this up. I want to congratulate him. Uh, he just put a 63 pound blue on the dock right by his house. Well, that's a great right. one. So he is pretty proud of that. That's a new PB for Tom. So <clears throat> fall fishing. Can you sum it up? I can sum it up for me. I mean, uh, fish start to they they start to slow down, but they congregate. So, in terms so my fall fishing pretty much consists of walleye. It consists of walleye and sturgeon. I mean, that's kind of my fall. A little bit of channel cat, to be honest. But um, the walleye start so we fish certain areas in the fall and certain areas in the spring for walleye because they spread out in the summer. You can still catch them, but it's not nearly as fun as the fall when you can sit and vertical jig a minnow or a plastic, mm -hmm. you know, and they're just pounding it. They're not ripping it to like crazy like they do in the summer when you get hit or the spring, but they're a lot more congregated, which makes walleye fishing super easy. I took uh, 
I took a few people out last year. I forget who it was. It was uh, I forget their name. They're from Iowa. Shoot, I don't remember it. Not Troy and Amy, but we took them on the Minnesota River and we had a blast. She out. It was her and her husband, <coughs> and uh, yeah, she outfished both of us. It was fun. We were just kind of v-jigging minnows, and then sturgeon obviously starts getting really good. Yeah, well, you 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 do really good at a sturgeon in the winter as well, right through the ice. Well, I wouldn't say I do really good, but well, you're Adam though, right? You're yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't even really. It's not that fun for me. I'm going to be completely honest, but it's uh, fun. It's fun fighting them, right through the ice. But you're just sitting there. It's like, a waiting game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my flathead fishing's kind of like that too. There's a lot of waiting, but that one big fish that you got a chance of getting, it's it's I, uh, it it it's it's really worth it after you get that fish. If you go a couple of trips without one, it makes it really really rough. If that's not the truth, I don't know what is. And I'm gonna um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do a little fall flathead this year before they go back to their wintering holes too, because I know fall flathead bite can be pretty magical. I mean, it's you're throwing cut baits on flats and on the edge of holes, mm-hmm. yep. or in the middle of the river. Yeah. I mean, they're traveling. We the when I we won. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I fished the Steamboat Days tournament in the league finals. I won the league final. I got second in league over the year, but won the final. Won big fish and won the Steamboat Days tournament big fish. And everything was middle river, 27 feet of water on cut shad. I mean. It- shad's like the magic bait down here this time of year i've 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 thrown live bluegill cut bluegill i've thrown bullheads and i don't do as good as if i throw shad and it don't matter what size it is if they come across a piece of shad for some reason they they just want it and the thing is getting it in in their either in their way when they're traveling or or hitting them in the head with this stuff you'll know you you hit them in the head because they're going to bite you know within like seven minutes like on one of my live streams yeah what gets me is what gets me mark is minnesota river has a lot of shad naturally and do you do not see pods of shad ever when it's warm but when it gets cold out yep. it's just crazy i don't know where they go or what they're doing where they come from it's like it's like they magically appear it's so true man you know this year i'm i'm always you know for the past few years i've been catching or using shad i've been getting lucky if i get an eight incher right and an eight inch shad isn't that big i got on a couple of 12 and 14 inchers last week Oh my goodness! I was so happy to see them in the cast, and I I had to pick through a bunch of like baby walleye and and perch, and I caught a 14 inch walleye and I think a 16 inch smallmouth in my cast net. Of course, you put them back, right? But 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 that that shad was worth it, and, and I was catching, you know, I, I got like I don't know, like three inch wide slabs of shad on and eight out hooks, and I'm still catching like seven eight pound channel cats with it too. Just yeah. everything's feeding on that shad. Now. Yeah, they love it, man. It just it that shad out the last month for channel cat league that shad outfished everything by ten to one. I mean, <laughs> the flatheads reading it and the channel. We caught twenty channel cats in one league night. Everything was on shad. Everything. Yep. I that's- mean. Ernie, thank you very much. Ernie the Hog Snatcher in the house. Check him out on TikTok. He's got a huge following. He says, My notepad is out, but he just gave me a $4.99 super chat. Appreciate it. What's you, up, man. Ernie? Ernie the man. I always stop by and watch Ernie on TikTok. That's Ernie's good cool. to watch. Drop him some roses. Oh, that's yeah. another story. So 
Um, yeah, the, the, the shad bite's pretty magical here as well. I imagine we're probably not the same kind of bite and the same kind of river, but uh, it seems to me like a lot of the food sources are the same. And and just like you're saying, the, the flats are really good for for channel cats here. Um, ledges, if you're on a if if you're in the main channel of the river, have a have a bait out on that channel ledge, and chances are that's the one that's going to get hit. It's almost like pre-spawn bite all over again but even more spread out well you know speaking of pre-spawn let me ask you this what your opinion is you know um i think i was listening to spencer's podcast over at river certified and they were talking about how pre-spawn fish probably weigh a heck of a lot more than post-spawn early post-spawn fish as far as flathead go do you do you agree with that or early yeah for sure Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. But, but what about towards the end? Do they get fattened up enough for the winter? Oh, you think fall is the fattest fish you can get. Oh, so you're saying that 32 pounder I caught a week and a half ago is probably going to be my 40 at the end of the year? Uh, maybe not that eight pounds of food, but I mean, do they fill up heavy in the fall? I mean, a lot of the giant fish that come out of the St. Croix River here in Wisconsin, Minnesota border water in the fall are all the 60 70 pounders that would probably break our kill state record but nobody kills them anymore and that in minnesota in order to get the official record um you have to kill the fish there's no way around it and that's why we adopted the catch and release records now which they also certify as official records well we have catch and release records for flathead catfish uh, lake sturgeon muskie and northern pike now that's awesome, especially for fish species like muskie. They're they're, and am, am I wrong in thinking that they're um, kind of fragile species as far as it goes, or is that just during the summer? Uh, when the water gets really warm, they're a lot more susceptible. Yeah, because I see a lot of these, you know, hardcore muskie guys. They won't even pull them out of a net until they're ready to measure, take a picture, and then they put them That's right back in. Pretty standard, yeah. Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, I haven't chased muskie in a long time up in Hayward, Wisconsin. Even got to go up in that big old four-story muskie. That was kind of fun. Yeah, me and uh, Tara are going to get out doing some muskie fishing soon. She wants to get out, and we're going to go pull some suckers. And the the reason you don't pull suckers in the summer primarily is because they swallow baits. And in the fall, they'll just grab them. So Uh when you're running, you know, 12 to 16-inch suckers under a balloon – pulling it around the weed edges on the lake and all of a sudden your balloon and clicker starts going on your rod. You're pretty much catfishing, but pulling suckers around the lake till the muskie grabs like, it. That's almost like your uh, gar fishing video. They're yeah. chasing baits around and stuff. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty it's similar. Watch them take big baits. Well, it? then when, what's cool about the muskie when you're pulling bo- suckers with balloons and I do muskie fish in the fall too. I should probably should have mentioned that, but I don't do it a lot, but uh-huh. um, what's cool about it is, Either the bobber will start shooting down or the sucker will come up out of the water and like porpoise to get away from muskie. So you always know when there's a muskie there and all of a sudden sometimes your bobber will just stop. And you know if you're in deep water, it ain't the weeds. And all of a sudden you just – you turn around and you start reeling to it and you actually go to your go to the edge of the blue and you just look down in the water and you can see which way the muskie – it won't move because it's fall and they're just slow. And you can like see the sucker in the side pinned in their mouth. You can kind of finagle the sucker till you get a hook near the mouth so you can set the hook. Or or you can just slowly raise them up off the off from eight feet down under the bobber and just put it in the net. You don't have to set the hook. 
You don't even have so you know I, I can attest to that. I've I've gotten muskies to the boat on circle hooks and cut bait here on the fox. Yep. And as soon as they saw the boat, I saw it just open that yapper of them and out comes a bait and a hook. I'm like, yeah, we can just go right up to them. They're like four feet underwater, they'll just sit there within their mouth. They won't even spit it out. They won't even do a pike will do that too, won't they? Pike are a little more aggressive than musky, but yeah. Well, pike fishing is definitely. I still need to try that uh, pickled pike recipe that you gave me. I got yeah, that. You, you'll love it. Just follow Come it by pick. the follow it by a tea, and it'll be amazing. All right, we're gonna we're definitely gonna do that. I might even have to make a video out of that. I'll make sure to give you credit for the recipe. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward to that. Ever That's since it. I saw a video of uh, um, uh, uh, who did who is the uh, guy from Hook Shots? I forget his name. I don't know what that is. No, it's it's he worked for Field and Stream. Anyways, um. He he did that with uh, 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 pickerel, and he said it was really good. So I'm looking forward to to definitely trying it with pike. I know uh, my neighbor, Mister Zink, who was a big fisherman, one of one of my mentors growing up. He used to eat pickled pike all the time. So, but then again, he would eat like pickled pigs' feet and all of that good stuff. So, yep. I don't know if it's very good in pickled eggs, but that's another story. I like Look, pickled eggs. Do you like pickled eggs? Yeah. I tried that once. It pickled wasn't... asparagus, pickled green beans. Oh, pickled asparagus is a bomb. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Now you're and pickled green beans. Yeah, we're, we're getting off on food here. <laughs> Maybe I should try pickling some bacon. Nah, I Maybe. would. <laughs> Why not? All right, back to musky and pike. Um, so, all right, let's say you are chasing uh, the Esox species. Did I say that right? Yep. What's the best way going about it this time of year? Um, big bucktails. Yeah. Weed edges. I mean, you can probably reel a little bit slower. I mean, you can burn anything with a, in the summer for musky or pike. And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't chase pike in the fall. I chase pike in the spring, mm-hmm. but, uh, musky in the fall, man. I just, people, purist musky fishermen. I'm not a purist musky fisherman. <laughs> I grew up next to a musky lake. And I did it however I needed to do to catch them. And those purists that only throw artificials, I'm not all about that. I'd rather just go pull suckers around a balloon. It's so fun. That, 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 that's a good time. I mean, I'm a bobber fisherman from way back, and, and that does sound like a good time. We got a lot of um, – we, you know, we got – uh, And you do catch a lot of pike that way too, Mark, just so you know. Yeah, they're, they're I mean, fish are fish. They're gonna eat the same stuff, and right. and especially when the species are so close, I'm guessing that the the same kind of they would feed the same way. I chase pike in the winter. I like using big big roaches for them. You know, dead even dead ale ale what able. I can't say that. All wives. All wives. If I got them left over from uh, uh, fishing, uh, um, fishing the big lake. Um, if I'm chasing. Whether it's browns or or uh, um, burbot, can't wait to get back on the burbot bite. I'm looking forward to that. But we're going, we're getting off in the winter. Um, let's talk about walleye. I just started targeting walleye this spring. Eric B took me out on the Wisconsin River. We had a good time. He got the four keepers, but we caught like at least. 30 to 40 of them. It was mm-hmm. crazy. He was telling me that we were probably there a little bit early yep. um, before the, the, the big girls came in and the, the females are the big ones or am I wrong about that? Correct. The females are the big ones. 
Um, and and basically all we were doing is I was just dragging uh, swim baits. You said you had some samples of some good walleye baits, right? So yeah, I've got my go tos. Well, I'll show you some go tos. So I got some customs made last year. These are my can custom you, ones I had made. Can I give you the solo layout. Let me uh, let me give you the solo layout here. There's the custom ones I had made, Milk River. Uh huh. They're white with the chartreuse, and then my go tos are. Always the pulsars, depending what color. But it's the bee fishing. It's a pulsar paddle tail. Those are the ones I was catching them on. Those were pretty good. These are the. These are just. There's not much a whole. These are the two and a half inchers. Uh huh. Which is I think is perfect for. Well, and then you can always go to the uh, the old uh, Kitech Easy Shiners. Uh, probably the most realistic, softest. Um, best presentation bait if you're moving bait really really slow like when we're pulling when we're in the middle of the winter fishing the mississippi when the water's 30 degrees we're dragging those like 0.2.3 just dragging and lifting and going up against the current and those go really really good action when you're actually running slow current so but they only usually last one fish that's the only downfall so you're actually trolling with those right yeah you can just lift and drop it's almost like you're you're dragging for uh catfish or bumping but you're you're uh you're just lifting do you want a heavy enough jig just so you can when you lift and feel bottom and you can hold it above the bottom and uh I got one yeah, <laughs> exactly so they um yeah it's just super super slow in the winter when it's cold when you're trolling um but the bee fishing plastics i think are the best bee fishing also makes my go-to one i don't have any left i went through six bags this year but uh they have they make a milk white uh twister tail Okay. It's, they only make one color of it, and it crushes every thirty, every thirty or twenty-eight plus inch while I've caught in the spring is pretty much on that bait. All right, so. That's your tail. You know, Eric was using those uh, Kitex, and uh, they they were getting to a point where I went to go buy some, and they were all sold, so all sold out everywhere. Yeah, Kitex are tough to find sometimes. Find sometimes. I was talking to my uh, angling anglers international here, which is a big hardcore uh, fishing tackle shop not too far from my house here. Uh, a lot a lot of the guides and stuff either work there. A lot of the young guys either work there or the older guides end up buying all their gear there so I, I i talked to my buddy randy over there on the on the lake i should have told him to uh, uh save me a couple packs in the bluegill color that's what i'm looking for yeah yeah we use the for contact easy shiners in the mississippi in the winter we run it's like electric white or something i don't even mm -hmm. remember but we have a custom jig heads made that are a little longer shanked they're super expensive but it's almost got to have them, otherwise you just miss so many bites. Yeah, the longer shank hooks work better in a, in a lot of scenarios. I know Lyle's a big fan of them, even for panfish. Yeah, you know, as long as you can, if you can't get that hook into them, then you're you're not going to get them in the boat. Yeah, plain and simple. Um, no, what about like crankbaits and stuff in the fall? Yeah, crankbaits can be really, really good. Like rattle traps are really good. Blade baits can be really good. Um, I have. Uh, I have one on my table. Oh, it's out in the garage. But I have a. It's made by. Um, I don't remember, but one of the pro walleye tour guys told me to get it, so I bought it. It's really good. It's a front weighted blade bait. It's a plastic, almost like a rattle trap with a front fronted uh, bottom weight under the mouth, okay. uh -huh. and you can rip that pretty hard, and they'll smoke it. But 
Crankbaits are good. I mean, you can run deep divers and pull ledges too. And I mean, dude, they're hungry in the fall. That's what's fun about it. They're gorging themselves with food. So I think I'm going to get out there next week and give it a shot. I got some of those uh, um, Kytex actually, and I got some of those. Uh, what are the other ones you were just showing off the 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 B fishing pulsers? The pulsers. I got some of those left over, so I'll try that. Moxies so work good too. Yeah, there's there's no reason for me to like pull like worm harnesses or anything like that right you can run a harness if you want but yeah i don't know i don't think it's necessary well you know i i, I don't mind using like worms and stuff except my bait shops are way out of the way and i ain't got time for that i gotta i've got a leech over a worm in the fall well, we, don't, we don't even have leeches in our bait shops down here oh really no uh, once in the summer we might get some like the smaller ones um even in the winter they don't use them they, they just it's just not something that's used and it, later later in the fall like early winter we'll pull husky jerks up in the shallow sand on the mississippi yeah, I, was, I was actually watching some videos today from some guy from madison and he was saying husky jerks are a, a pretty good bait to use i got a bunch of them laying around i might bring some of them out with me give them a shot and what kind of tackle are you you using to drag those baits with and, or to troll with definitely a medium Medium bait, uh, medium rod. Medium rod or what kind of pound test? I uh, like ten pound. Ten, so yeah, I, I'm set then. You 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 pointed me in the right direction. I think uh, I talked to Luke. I was looking to get some uh, um, some walleye gear, and he pointed me in the direction of the Saint Croix, the Icon rod, and uh, um, I put some ten pound uh, suffix on there, and um, I think I'm gonna be happy with that. I've been meaning to bring that out there when we've been going. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> going flathead fishing because from my understanding if there's flatheads on our river there's usually walleye in the same area right there yeah so what are you looking for when you're chasing walleyes this time of year are you looking for hard bottom mud bottom you looking for for wood on the bottom what no just gravel's always good all the time. Always good? Okay. i mean transitions are always good any current seam any major current seam is going to be good um if you think of anything, anything I think of when I fish in the fall, it's pretty much what I fish in the spring. Okay. So any up, current, any current break, any like set of rocks or rapids, fish the current seams below those. Pitch the edge of the shore and pull it down. Uh -huh. um, in the night, fish the sand flats with crankbaits, or you can even pitch jigs. Um, we'll pull, we'll pull husky jerks in the winter, in about five to eight feet of water. Um, at like 0.5 and sorry, uh, mile an hour because i'm fishing shallow water here um the couple of spots that i'm pretty sure while i live because i see a lot of guys walleye fishing there uh is five feet max depth i think there's one spot might be eight feet for a short maybe a block or two but that's about it so i was definitely thinking about using those husky baits or just doing like you were saying dra dragging those paddle tails on and the don't be scared to run i'll run so you can either long line those you can long line those husky jerks to get them down because you want them to be bouncing bottom. That's the main okay. thing. So or, fish, I do lipless cranks for for smallmouth, right? Just bang them on the rocks if I can. Yeah, I mean, you're, if you're throwing a crank, you want to bang it in the sand. I don't. You can run the rocks, but you're gonna be freaking. I don't know. It's uh. Thing is, is if I'm if I don't want to long line and get my husky jerk down eight feet, which is tough to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do a three way with a like a one ounce. Um, extended shank Lindy Swift Lindy sinker, mm -hmm. and I'll put like a six foot leader behind it, and I'll drag it like 
20 feet behind the boat and it'll just be it'll be down at the bottom with the weight and then the stringer will be right straight behind it so you're all you know you're down there yeah then well you're, you're you can feel it taking off the bottom if anybody's wondering those lindy seekers those are just kind of like dragon weights for catfish yeah. right those, mm-hmm. be surprised if those actually and that's are. an easy way to control depth because some people don't know what depths on their crankbaits and sometimes it is confusing you need so much line out to get so deep or you need to go so fast to get so far down. If you're running a three-way, you can run an original shallow crankbait in 20 feet of water, and it doesn't matter. That's the secret. Get it down there towards the bottom then, huh? Run a three-way. Run a three-way and then run like a four-foot fluorocarbon leader behind it Mm -hmm. and tie on your crankbait, and you'll always be down there. That's just a guarantee. I'm going to have to go by Farm and Fleet and get some of them weights. This way yep. I can be sure of that. So make sure I get whatever I'm using down there. They got apps, too, to calculate how far your, your baits are going to go, right? Or your cranks, at least. I just pull shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my problem. I make it too complicated, Luke. I yeah. always, and I end up thinking my way out of fish. I, I definitely think that, so. Here we got uh, Frank over at Twisted Fishing TV says, I use $3 Walmart special cranks. Uh, When I bang rocks, you will break a few off and literally break them. We use, uh, I can't talk about it because it's kind of secret, but we throw $14 crankbaits on rocks in the winter and we lose many of them and it hurts my heart a lot. (laughs) They must must work really well. It's the only one like it and you you have to use them. I'll show you. I'll tell you off stream or something tell me off stream i promise i won't tell anybody you can do it where you live too yeah i think i'm gonna have to try that oh you know here's my deal i i can like friday i went out i got i put like nine channel nice night like nine nice channel cats in the boat um i want to bring home some fish to put in the freezer but i can't get my wife to eat wife to eat catfish for nothing she won't touch this stuff she thinks it's a bottom eating fish she just doesn't like the way it looks she's mm-hmm. one of them but walleye perch uh crappie definitely Let, let's talk about the crop well let's talk about the perch bite this time of year you want to fish basins or is that later on in the winter you're asking the wrong guy okay never mind we had this conversation <laughs> before <laughs> when i figure it out if you have any questions which i doubt you will it's gonna be basins though i can guarantee that yeah, pretty much. Make a lot of noise on the bottom. They usually come running. I tell you where they go in the winter. Where Everywhere. Everywhere. In the winter. <laughs> you Start go downtown Chicago and end up with a bunch of jumbos. That's always a fun. Yeah. I do one perch trip a year. That's it. That's all I do. That's Idaho, right? Yeah. And what's the big one you caught out there? Two pounds, two. That's crazy. You need to go to Europe and get one of them four or five pounders. Oh, red perch? Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I just that called Spen- I called Spencer the other day. Uh-huh. Where is uh, he at? Yeah, I know he's traveling he's in, somewhere. He's in Spain. He isn't. Oh, so he's yeah. going after wells, huh? He's got, they had six over 100 the other day when I talked to him. So That's crazy. Well, that'll make for some good videos. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, I had to call him to see if he's coming to the conference. Yeah, so, is he showing up? He's not sure yet, but. All right. He he was uh having a good time in Spain. So, well, you are gonna let's let's talk about that. You're gonna be broadcasting from the Catfish Conference, correct? Yeah, me, Tara, Chewy, Scott, and Dan will all be there. We're gonna be running the podcast. Um, I'm gonna be selling some of those skeleton flathead stickers. We're gonna be selling some uh bumping hats. They say bumping on it with a a bumping rig and a blue cat on it um some patch hats leather patch hats that say bumping it's gonna be cool we got some 
we got some flathead catfish hats that are going to be there, some old carver fishing hats, and uh, we might be doing some more uh, laser etching on some stuff to sell just for fun. Very cool. So, yeah, so if you guys are in Kansas City for uh, CACOM, make sure you stop by the booth and check out the Old Carver Fishing Podcast. Also, check them out on YouTube. You guys are on uh, uh, Facebook as well. I know you guys broadcast on there. Make sure you guys check it out. I've had the opportunity to be on there as a guest, and and then I stepped in one night, and it, it's it's a lot of fun talking to them people. And they're diehard fishermen. Um, they're they're kind of uh, near and dear to my heart because they, they – they're northerners they're yankees like i am i know we got a lot of southerners here it's a little different but it's <laughs> the same i don't know how else to say it so so i really enjoy listening to that so can they can, and they can get download that on all the uh, major podcasts too right no no you guys haven't put it on there yet <laughs> we, gotta talk. We, gotta talk about it. we got a work to do before we decided to do that we got a we're working on getting better and doing some stuff changes. It's not my podcast, so I don't make those decisions. Okay, but yeah. uh, Chewy okay. does a good Chewy does a good job with it, and he uh, we try to we're try, we're working on it, and we've changed areas in the bait shop where we're doing it, and kind of formatting it different. And I don't know, it's fun. I love doing podcasts. Yeah, it, it is a good time. You get to talk to like-minded people and, and you, not just network, but you, you get to talk about what you love. Uncle Lou in the house. What's up, Uncle Lou? He says, won't be in KC. How does one get one of those hats and stickers? Well, here's the thing, Lee. You got to uh, you gotta come hang out. That's how. I got to start doing that, too. I might. If I, if I end up making more hats, like we're figuring it out in the shop, um, I might if I actually get hats, I'll do like a if you buy a hat and buy a sticker, I'll ship it. I'm not gonna ship just a sticker. Cause that's way too much work. <laughs> <laughs> For a five dollar sticker or whatever they are, you know. I uh yeah, the that whole merch game is a different animal, isn't it? I'd like to have drop shipping and keep the same profit, but that's not realistic. So. That, that's not realistic. And no one's willing to embroider a hat and drop ship it for you. That's true. They're really not. Thank God there's a one size fits all. Like this is this is the last of my new hats I got on now, folks. I just placed another order. So uh keep an eye out on the community tab. I'll let you guys know. I got a list of people that have been waiting on it. I kind of put them on hold for a while. So I understand what you're going through. It's, it's hard to keep up with, with, with the demand and, and still it, you know, it not take up all your time when you're a smaller creator like me, you know, it's not like I can automate the whole process. It's every one, every purchase is a hands-on one. Yeah. Leah, Leah, if you know anyone coming to the conference, have them meet me and you can buy from me. Cause I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you, Lee. I'm real lazy. And I don't <laughs> want to ship anything to anybody. Now <laughs> you guys know why me and, and Luke get along good because I'm lazy too. <laughs> Luke, uh, Lee says uh, my intentions were uh, to get up and have you put me on the big on a big brown one this fall, uh, but things uh, but things haven't went right yet. <laughs> Big brown one is in like Who doesn't flathead? want to come up there and catch one of the Mississippi flat? Well, where do you do your flathead fishing up there? Minnesota. It, I know Minnesota, but is it on the Mississippi or is it in on Minnesota. the Minnesota? The Minnesota River. Minnesota River. Okay. Duh. It's Sorry. so low right now. Eight time, all time low right now. Eighth. Really? Well, that concentrates oh, it, the fish. It should be easy. No, it concentrates the bait too. 
Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to eat. People forget that. <laughs> you always want, oh, I want low water because all the fish are going to be in one area. Well, all the bait's there, too. So, Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was bragging about the, our big shad. I think that has a lot to do with why the bite's been a little slow this year, too, because it's, it's almost like a shad bloom here. It's been out. It's it's insane. And they they're just don't want to eat. So, anyway. Can't, can't force feed them, unfortunately. No. Or catch them. You ever catch one in a cast net? Oh, you guys can't cast net up there either. Can yeah, you? we can. You can't. You ever get one in a cast net? A what? A flathead. Oh no, no. <laughs> I've gotten one. It's like a three pounder. You got like, white oh. bass, white bass, crappie, carp, gar, buffalo, and shad. I caught my first buffalo this year. That was exciting. Yeah, they don't fight nearly as good as carp, and they look this. They look identical, and they, they still do don't. look pretty close to the same. Carp's always a good time. It's a lot better than carp. You know, I had I had buffalo for the same for the first time this year. Uh, Troy Hanson, I believe, brought yeah. buffalo ribs. But I feel like that was the wrong buffalo, by the way. You think so? I think that was a filter feeder buffalo. I don't think that was the big mouth. I thought it had a weird kind of texture to me, and we were eating it alongside walleye, which makes any fish kind of hard to. So there's big mouth buffalo and small mouth buffalo. One of them's a filter feeder, and one of them actually eats bait. If you catch the filter feeder one and eat it, they're not as good as the other one. Because the one I caught on a worm was amazing. The one I had at the fish fry, not good. Not good? Okay, good. Then it wasn't just me. <laughs> and it's no disrespect. And I told Tara how good buffalo is, and she's like, it's not that good. I was like, dude, the one I cooked was 10 times better. Did so, you have any of the smoke? What was what was the smoked fish that he brought? Uh, I don't recall. Was that buffalo as well? Maybe I'm not sure. Well, Troy smoked something too. He is very generous with all of that stuff. That's a good time, and that's at the magical place. We're not going to mention that name anymore. I've kind of nope. resided myself to that. Yep, I've put enough of that on the internet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> people still don't go though. So you know, okay. I, talk, I talk to people up there quite a bit now, <laughs> and you know, none of them catfish up there. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? That's so fun. I'm telling you, it's a good time. That was the first like that was the first big trip me and Tara went on, and it was such a fun time. Oh, she put a beat that beast in the boat too. Oh, yeah, twenty five and a I, half. I saw it in the video. I was like, that's twenty five plus, and it was so. That's a that's a big fish. I was so happy with my twenty three and a half, only to be outdone by Mister. <laughs> by Tara. You should have seen it once everyone went away, and and uh, we were just sitting there. She's just bawling her eyes out. Really? No, I'm just kidding. She didn't okay. I'd have been bawling my eyes out. Don't be, I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah, that was I, my first 25 plus. I was kind of teary eyed. I, I worked really hard for it. And uh, and then I came to Wisconsin, and then cut a 27. I was like, man, I could have just came here the whole time. Yeah, what's, what's your uh, PB uh, um, walleye? Uh, almost 32 inches. So. 32 inches? That's a it's big It's probably fish. right around 12 pounds. I want a bigger one. I, I'm going to go to. Probably end up going to the Columbia and trying. I want to try like for a sixteen. Well, what about an Erie? Isn't there other monsters out there? Not like the Columbia. No, huh? I didn't no. know that. Columbia has the biggest walleyes in North America. Wow. And uh, Erie's good. Erie, you can get 10, 11, 12s, but you ain't gonna get a sixteen, seventeen, eighteen out of out of the out of the Erie. You're gonna get those in the Columbia, though. 
Uncle Lou says Luke had me twitching with the <laughs> river picks. You guys slayed it up there, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did pretty well. I think we would have. Um, I think we would have had a thousand pound day if we would have kept fishing that second day. So, Richard over at Fishing Freedom says I got a twenty up there. Twenty five pounds is a uh, twenty five pound goal next year. Is it walleye or no? No, talking that's channel cool. cats. Channel cats. Yeah, Richard was up there with us. So, yep. I still got that goal for that thirty pounder. That's dude. That's why I'm waiting for to get my replica. I got my hundred plus pound blue cat. I need my thirty pound channel cat, and then I gotta get a. I think I want to do a for flathead. I'm gonna go regional, like countrywide, because if I don't want to go Minnesota, I think I want to do like a. What's a reasonable giant flathead? Like eighty. 60. I think a sixty for me. A uh, sixty is a beast. Not big enough. Eight seventy pound. Well, what? <laughs> The record here in Illinois is 73 pounds, I believe. Day record here is 70, but I want to go somewhere else to catch it. I don't care. Where would you go to catch a fish that size without naming specific waters? I'm probably just going to go fish with John, Tabitha and uh, and uh, what's his name? The fishing duo. I don't even know them. Tabitha and uh, someone in Chad will know. The catfish duo? I don't know them. I'll have to check them out. Linville? Uh, maybe Georgia. No, they're like on, they're like by the Virginia. I forget what river they fish. Okay. I don't know if they fish the James or not. Just, or isn't it Justin and Tabitha? Is that his name? Justin? I don't know. Anybody in chat knows? Speak up. The catfish duo on TikTok. Dude, they could. How do Eric? I catch catfish in the fall? Chuck cut bait, Eric. You son of a gun. <laughs> He's in here trolling. Don't you get fillet to eat, Eric, buddy? When are we going fishing this fall, bud? He's got bass fishing to do. I know he's been slaying too. He's been doing pretty good. He's 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 definitely finishing up near the top rather than the middle lately. So want to be outdoors says I'm speaking blasphemy on Erie. I'm not speaking blasphemy on Erie. Nobody's catching sixteen pound walleye on Erie. It's just not a thing. My friend's a guide on Erie. Probably one of the best walleye fishermen in the entire country. You ain't catching 16s on Erie, and it just isn't happening. It's not a thing. <laughs> Say what you want. I'll be I'd be happy with an 18 inch, Luke. I ain't even gonna kid. I'm gonna get my limit of four. Our limit's four down here on the river in the chain. So hopefully I can get at least a day or two of limits. That would be a lot of fun. My buddy Andy caught a 30, it was 36 and a half inches. It was 17.4 out of the Columbia. Wow, that's a big fish. That's what I want to catch. See, Eric says we can fish when I get home. Come on back. Let me know. I fish with Eric any day of the week. Me and him have fun. He calls yeah, like, me a kid, unlike you. I like Eric. <laughs> Even though he's a little, he does podcasts out of his truck. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like he couldn't just say no, but he'd rather just go in his truck. Well, you know, he'll learn. See, look at this. Eric says he needs another flathead tonight. He's rubbing it in. Yeah, Eric, go catch a big one. He says not at the spillway. You're not catching the spillway monster tonight and putting it on it's YouTube? not dangerous enough. <laughs> I wonder if he's... A, I've heard a lot of stuff about uh, up there at Sock. I hear they're overrun with shad up there, too, from a couple of people that fish up there. So we'll see if Eric can get on them big sturgeon or put some clients on them big sturgeon this year. Does Eric know how to catch sturgeon? He took me sturgeon fishing, put me on like a 40, 48. I'm just He's a sturgeon guy. That was a joke. Maybe <laughs> I was kidding. 
<laughs> well, I kind of believe all my guests. I keep forgetting it's you, Luke. Um, it's true. You can't you can't forget that. Yeah. Eric B says he's been I've been slacking this year. You've been doing good. You've just been bass fishing. Yeah, he's doing the, the bronze backs. Smallmouth. Those are bass I can get behind. They're you doing smallmouth fishing up there in the fall? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, up north from where I'm from, a lot of smallmouth, but I don't go a lot. I don't go. I don't go home enough. Someone's uh, Eric again. Look at him. He's like, you want you want to you want me to send you the link, Eric? You can talk to Luke right yourself. He says, Luke, are you I, doing the contest this fall? Yep. You're thinking about the sturgeon one, right? Yeah, I am. Yep. You're not invited, Eric. Nope. Nope. <laughs> So how many people take part in that sturgeon contest? What's that all about? I'd guess 70 maybe. It's a it's a lot of people. And how are yeah. they weighing them in? It's or all it digital. Like, it's all digital length? It's length. And then uh, for every fish you get that's over so many inches, you get a ticket. If it's over 50, you get so many tickets. Over 60, you get so many tickets. And then they do raffles at the end. And then one winner. There's no teams. You are either the champion or you are not the champion. Big fish wins. So everybody is the first loser, right? Everyone loses except one person. One person. That sounds fun. And where is that out of? Uh, that's out of the St. Croix River. It is on St. Croix. Yep. I remember Eric said he was going up there like the week after me and him fished together, I believe. How'd you do in that last year? Um, Two years ago, my boat got second. Uh-huh. I took my buddy out um, last year. I don't know how I did. I'm pretty sure I struggled with the wind last year, and I get frustrated really easily when it's windy when you're sturgeon fishing because you have to see the bites, and I hate not seeing them, and I hate wind. Me too. It's, it's horrible. I'd rather have it raining and hailing and snowing than wind when I sturgeon fish. So I hate wind at any fish. It, it just makes life difficult to see bites and stuff or keep mm -hmm. your boat on, on if i'm vertical jigging walleye i don't really care about wind but if i'm pitching like you get the bow in your line and you're missing fish and it's just yeah. annoying. even with crappie it's like that what, what about the fall crappie bite we'll finish off on crappie one of my favorites um i i fish crappie in the fall a little bit um mostly in the spring um but any if you can find like a discharge and fish the um down river inside of it in the slack water they pool up there Dish all the barge pits barge pits if you got barge pits fish barge pits with a bobber no no barge pits here i don't no. know what to tell you i just know what i fish <laughs> it's stuff with no current is what it is yeah we don't have much of a current here but they're emptying the, the lakes out so hopefully we'll have a little more it's been a little better this year than it was last year so we'll see any of the crappie fishing that we get done here on the river is usually in the in the channels or so i got lucky this year i've been bringing my uh uh crappie rod with me flathead fishing and you know testing the waters while i'm out if the if the fish ain't biting and i found a couple of spots on the river where where, where i was lucky and got a few nice crappie but other than that there's a lot of dinks here so yep. thank you stay two stance fishing for the two dollar and 22 cents super chat he says two slices of bacon on me thank you stan i appreciate it bud so what do you got going on you want to put you besides CatCon and the merch that you're gonna 
try to sell while you're there. You got anything else happening? You know, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> About to hit 2,000 subscribers, finally. Congratulations. Well, it's, I've only been doing YouTube a year. I, guess I know. You, you said finally. Look at you. <laughs> I got um, I got spoiled, you know. I'm so used to not having to do that anymore. Yeah, it's a, it's a grind now, isn't it? Yeah, big it, time. It's a big grind. No wonder a lot of people are going over to TikTok because a lot of people are doing really well there. You get well, a lot, can, of and that's like no disrespect to TikTok people, but they know it too. You don't have to work nearly as hard to get viewers and followers on TikTok. There's just no reten no retention needed on TikTok. Yeah, and not only that is you 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 get your stuff and you get your stuff in front of people's eyes. I don't know how yeah. else to put it. You know, when people are scrolling, you know, through a thousand videos a night, they're not doing that on YouTube. They really aren't. You know, and sure. God bless them and, and let them have let them have TikTok's it. a great gateway though if you can get on top of it like uh, Ernie and Has and yep, and, and Chunky uh, and, Chunky and now Tara's been when Tara was streaming more, she was growing like crazy. I mean, she was getting. Sometimes a thousand followers a day when she streamed. Yeah, I started out like a bed out of hell, but I got kind of got lazy. Ain't gonna lie, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I got up there pretty quick. Got a lot of views and stuff, and I have. Yep. You got to keep on it. You got to keep on it. <laughs> Eric, I'll do that for you. I'll but take another button down in my next video. <laughs> uh all right well i know you got to get to work in the morning my friend i appreciate yep. you for spending some time and sharing your your knowledge with us it's, it's there's there's a lot there you've been doing this for a long time successfully yeah, if you guys uh, have any if you guys have any questions on walleyes in the fall don't message me message or, mark or me message <laughs> message eric b he'll take you yeah, eric b's a guide message him message eric b. <laughs> if you if you got walleye questions message me i'll give you phone number <laughs> I'll, I'll be putting on some walleye fishing videos soon though if people do want to see good. hopefully i'll do a walleye live stream or two we'll see what happens if i can yeah. get on the site that'll be nice maybe we'll do a catch and cook that would be cool yeah them catch and cooks are taking off luke yeah again, again again i still gotta do my gar one that's will be a video coming up really soon so awesome see look at that eric p mark and i caught some walleye they were tasty all right guys thank you for tuning in if you guys are listening to this on the podcast after the fact make sure you check out the description check out fish on luke definitely on youtube and it's, it's fish on luke as well on tiktok correct instagram tiktok facebook youtube it's all this one word, fish on Luke. There you go, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're not a, um, a subscriber, Luke, check them out. Um, again, I can't say thanks enough. Thanks, everybody, for watching. All right, have a great week. Uh, we will be back again next week uh, with another guest, or I'll be fishing. I don't know yet, man. I think I got another two weeks of flathead fishing, Luke. I might have to take advantage of it. I feel that. All right, bro. Thanks, everybody. Bye.